Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody? Jesse Cass here with you for the LMU Basketball Podcast here only on the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one sports podcast network and the only place with a show for every team in LA and more. We believe in our LA teams. Do you believe? And once again, welcome into the show, everybody. Jesse Cass here with you for the LMU Basketball Podcast, here for yet another week on the Believe Podcast Network. Very happy to have you here, as always, as uh, really appreciate all the great feedback we've gotten. Uh, if you do enjoy the show, now you can follow us uh, wherever podcasts are available, Apple and iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart. And you can also find us at Believe.com. Uh, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show if you enjoy. Uh, we've had a lot of great guests, and we're going to continue to keep that going. Last week, we had longtime trainer Keith Ellison for a really fun conversation. And this week, uh, another unique perspective inside LMU men's basketball we had three of the team managers uh, with Javier Orozco, Matthew Pins, and Andrew Holloway. So I'll have that conversation for you in just a, a moment. Uh, but before we do, some quick news about the program. It's obviously the off season right now and recruiting season. So a couple of those recruits starting to trickle in for the Lions. And uh, most notably, announced by the LMU Lion uh, Twitter and website, uh, Lazar Zivanovic from Serbia will be the first official recruit for the Lions that has signed on for next season. And Zivanovic, the soon-to-be incoming freshman, uh, brings a lot to the table. 6'6 guard with point guard skills and ability, and that will obviously be huge in the upcoming season with James Bateman, uh, the senior, graduating and leaving the program. So big shoes to fill there, but Zivanovic figures to be part of that formula, and the Serbian, very skilled player, should be a fun addition to LMU Lions basketball. So really excited to have him in the fold, and while that's the only one that's been officially announced by the Lions thus far, uh, some of the LMU recruits themselves have gone to Twitter. Uh, Jonathan Dos Anjos, uh, who also has announced that he will commit to the Lions. He was making his choice uh, between a couple of schools, but I narrowed it down and already a couple of pictures of him that he took in his LMU Lions uniform, so that's pretty much locked in as well. So Jonathan Dos Anjos, another very athletic, solid recruit that should help out the Lions a lot. He'll play in the front court for the Lions and should be a really excellent fit as well. Uh, also saw Riley Seabold, who uh, more of a shooter, a uh, smaller guard, but can never have enough shooting on a team. He also announced that he will be in the fold for the Lions as well. So uh, some good additions coming to the ball club. We'll see when it's all officially announced, but uh, good stuff coming up for the Lions. And also of note, uh, LMU will have one more additional spot uh, to find in a new recruit as Donald Gibson, the uh, very strong defending sophomore from local product from Fairfax, has decided to transfer. So Gibson, uh, we wish him the best. He's a really nice guy, hard worker, uh, does a great job, great locker room presence as well. Uh, we wish him the very best as he moves on from LMU into wherever he heads next. So uh, big thanks to Donald Gibson for all he's done. Um, as, as always on the podcast, we'll keep you updated on everything LMU Lions basketball when we get more news on recruits and the kind of fleshing out of next year's roster. Uh, but a lot of guys still returning, so it should be a fun group from uh, coming off one of the best seasons in LMU history with 22 wins. 
see if the new recruits can help keep that thing rolling into next season. But right now we're going to get you our conversation with the LMU team managers. Mentioned Javier Orozco, Matthew Pins, and Andrew Holloway. Really fun and you know light conversation with these guys who work really hard behind the scenes uh, to get a lot of the little details right uh, before games, before practices, and traveling on road trips. So it, it's a, a really fun conversation. Hope you enjoy it here on the LMU Basketball Podcast. Now joined by my guest here on the LMU Basketball Podcast. It's a couple of the LMU team managers. Uh, we've got three of them here with me today. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, first off, we have Andrew Holloway here along with Javier Orozco and Matthew Pins. Uh, all three of you guys, thanks for taking the time to be on the show. Thanks for having thanks us. Thanks for having us. excited. And now you guys, uh, you're really the unsung heroes of the behind the scenes of LMU Basketball, especially on these road trips. Uh, we know you guys do so much uh, for... For people who might not know what the duties of a team manager entails, what are some of the, the day-to-day things that you guys have to go through? Um, well, it first starts with uh, an hour before practice starts, we're there getting everything ready. Um, you usually set up the court, set up the clocks, make sure everything's running well. Um, and then Drew's favorite part is uh, we get to make the Powerade from scratch. You want to talk about that, Drew? Yeah, so I started kind of making the Powerade my first, kind of halfway into my first year. And it was kind of a big deal. Like, if, if you made a good power, the coach would be like, yo, that was some good stuff. And the players, you know, <laughs> they, like, they would they would say something, too. So then I, I just started really getting into it. And then I actually, I've like done it so much, I've kind of made my own recipe, kind of. So what I do is... You're so, not selling this out of your trunk, are you? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, if you want to make good power, this is how you do it. So <laughs> I'll put in, like, you know, two gallons of ice and then fill it up to just about two and a half gallons of water and then... You just mix that up, and then you have a great batch of Powerade. There you go. For anyone out there, any other managers on any other teams, that, that's the recipe right there. Um, but a lot, yeah, what are some of the And then also things? just, like, cleaning the locker room, like Matt can talk about it. He's kind of our expert, like, cleaner and folder. That's, that's his big thing. <laughs> yeah, folding for the away games is uh, a gruesome task. Um, we have to <laughs> probably triple check. We got everything. Um, jerseys, shooting shirts. Um, stuff for the coaches as well, like clipboards, the uh, whiteboards, and uh, even the candy box is really important for everyone uh, to have gum during the game. Absolutely, and uh, before getting into more of the details, what made you want to become team managers for, for a college basketball team? Yeah, so I was actually a team manager in high school for um, Loyola High School here in Los Angeles. Um, I actually got the privilege to be manager of uh, Thomas Welsh's little brother. He Thomas Welsh plays oh, for the yeah. Nuggets right now, and then uh, Max Hazard, who uh, just had a big year at Irvine, yeah. Irvine, yeah. Um, so that really got me into it, like um, being part of a team, not necessarily a player, but like just having a special bond with players and getting to be on the sidelines when we win, stuff like that. Um, and uh, I had actually never really watched LMU basketball before, but um, when I got here, um, I just loved like the small school sort of feel like without a football team the basketball team was like our team yeah so I just called the or I emailed the GA at the time Quan um, to see if there was any availability and they just brought me on so yeah Quan who was here that's how he got his start as well we had him on the podcast he's, he's a great guy yeah. um, Matt what about you what was your your inspiration for coming on oh well I, I love sports in high school um, I didn't play basketball in high school but I always loved sports and there was this email sent out to all the students that said that um, the basketball team was looking for managers and to email coach Strom 
So I did, this was my freshman year. I didn't really have a lot going for me. So I figured um, this would be great for something to do on campus. So I applied and I started pretty quickly. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and Andrew, what about you? Yeah, mine's kind of the same story as Matt. Like I was, uh, I live in Moraga. So I was going to St. Mary's games like all the time. That's, that was, it's like what I did back then. And yeah. then, you know, I was looking for jobs like my freshman year in the fall and I, no, they number emailing me back, and then I saw the email that Matt saw, and I was and I was like, "What the heck?" You know, I really like sports, so I decided, you know, email Strom, and then he put me in contact with Curran, and then we did some like emailing back and forth, and then you know I finally got to actually go to like a practice, and then I just really liked it, and so and that's how I'm here today. Yeah, and you know, along with the work you do here at home, you know, of course, you guys kind of split it up, but a lot of road trips for all of you. Um, what has that been like, and has that met your expectations of traveling uh, with the basketball team? Yeah, um, so I actually had the privilege to go to Gonzaga and BYU this uh, this semester, and um, one thing I think is kind of underrated about the WCC is the small teams like in Provo and Spokane, um, you know, that's like the only really big sports teams they have. Yeah. And so the atmosphere at those games is unbelievable. It's amazing. So that's been a real privilege. And also all the like fun memories, inside jokes we get from each trip has been really awesome too. It's like getting to go to the store with Jordan or <laughs> watching Strom wrestle Dame for the last Nutter Butters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we kind of do um, a draft for the trips at the beginning of the year when the schedule comes out. Um, so kind of everyone gets the trip that they want. Like Drew uh, usually gets USF because he's from the, the Bay. Yeah. Um, and I convinced Javi to come with me to Provo to BYU. And, and I it obviously to, worked out well. You uh, love that trip. That was yeah. one of my favorite trips. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was pretty cool because it was actually kind of snowing. And we had a snowball fight. Um, <laughs> was against Keith. Sandal and Strom, I think. Say any any time we go, usually Provo or Spokane, I feel like there's some snow, and just because <laughs> we're out here in LA, there's a snowball fight is bound to break out on yeah, one yeah. of those trips. <laughs> that was pretty memorable, yeah. And Andrew, we obviously didn't get the uh, the St. Mary's trip this year, but I got to assume that's one that when it does happen, that's right in your neck of the woods, as you said. So that's got to oh, be yeah. one on your list. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. You know, and especially like with the team we have, like we're just getting we're just getting so much better, and just it'd be like it'd be really nice to win. At, at like my second home, I guess you can say, and yeah. just I don't know, like showing like the LMU is like back on the map, you know. Yeah. What do you have your Do you have your family? Did you give them some LMU gear? Are they gonna be? Are you guys gonna be butting heads in that matchup? Uh, <laughs> uh that's when they kind of draw the line. That okay, yeah, Andrew, like we we support you and LMU and everything, but you know, like we went to school here, like like we'll wear the gear, you know, any other time. <laughs> so that yeah, you said that's the dividing line. Mm -hmm. But you mentioned the team. Uh, obviously coming off a great year, one of the best in program history, really. What did it mean to be a part of that, especially after last year? saw the team kind of build. You know, they had a tough season, but you kind of saw the improvement at the end of the year, and then that really carried into this year. Uh, what was it like to be a part of it? Um, it's been amazing seeing, like, the transformation of players, especially, like, um, uh, like I'll give a special shout-out to Joe Quintana. He, he improved immensely from freshman year. He become, like, one of the leaders on this team is going to be – one of our big leaders next year. Um, but as managers, like wearing the gear around campus is cool because like people like ask you about the team, people like congratulate you on season, you know. Um, and then also we've had the privilege this year of, uh, there's this new Instagram account called Barstool LMU. 
It's, a, it's very popular. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're kind of they're making basketball like more popular, more relevant again. And yeah. the attendance at the games this year has been so awesome. Like the crowds have been amazing, and um, especially for the Gonzaga game, that was one of my favorite memories at LMU. I mean, although we lost, but like we still put up a great game, and just seeing everyone in the stands is really, really cool. Yeah, it's not just the stuff um, on the court, but off the court, there's been a lot of progress with basketball at LMU. Um, the new AD has done has made made a lot of strides with basketball, and it was cool because um, we got to see ourselves on ESPN during uh, for the Gonzaga game um, when we up we went up by one, I think, with however much time like left, eight minutes left, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah, yeah uh, Joe's three. We got to see ourselves on ESPN. So that was pretty cool too. Yeah, that was the first time I had ever heard Hank's house said on ESPN. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah, I know. Hopefully, that's more of that in the future. Getting at LMU, the national attention. Uh, Andrew, what about you? I just love like just being part of a team and just you know doing something like bigger than myself. Like, like like Hobby said, like wearing the gear on campus. You know, kind of spreading the word and just kind of growing like a new basketball culture. I think is just it's really it's indescribable uh, in like in some regards. Just you know just. Going from, I think we were like 10, 10 and 20. 11, yeah, 11 yeah, wins last we, year like, to, like, to 22 this season. Yeah, it's like, like doubling up. Doubling, doubling the wins and just just helping, like just like just being there to help everyone out, it's just really special. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Drew is big on the gear. Um, we were wearing it <laughs> in uh, Vegas, and one of the people walking by asked uh, what position. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll get that question. I'll get that question sometimes, and then just for people that kind of, I'll, I'll say I'll like be like a red shirt like point guard sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, I'll just like say I'll, I'm like a manager, and like a lot of people are like oh, so so like what's that? And then I'll have to like explain. So what I tell those people is kind of I just like kind of do everything behind the scenes like you don't really see me like we're like <laughs> like we're kind of like the in little, the shadows yeah we're kind of like the the magical elves that like kind of do everything <laughs> like you'll like you could like go out of like the gym and then be like oh i wonder who did all that like it's it's the managers yeah no yeah i can attest that you guys do a lot in that uh in that regard of course and um yeah, Javi, you're, you're gonna oh, add gonna on to say, that. So when we're all wearing like our matching like track suits, <laughs> it's like it's honestly so cool when we go out in public because people ask like, "Oh, where's LMU?" And I'm like, "Well, let me tell you." you know? <laughs> um, and then even like local, some people would say like, "Yeah, I really support you guys." Or um, how's like Peter Herman doing? You know, yeah. like that's kind of cool. You know. Yeah. No, I talked to a, a long time trainer Keith Ellison last week on the show and. Uh, that was something we brought up as well. I don't think there's ever been a trip. I know he's been here over 20 years for me, over seven, where we haven't gotten the question, oh, what's LMU or yeah. Yeah. what is that, even even if we're just down the street at LAX. Uh, mm -hmm. So we got to spread the word. So yeah. you guys are doing good work there. Um, I did get, I ran into Patrick Sandel the other day. He told me that um, head coach Mike Dunlap took you guys out to dinner the other night. So how was that? Obviously, uh, coach is such a great guy, and he uh, you know wanted to thank you guys for what you've done. Um, what, what was the dinner like? Um, that was a lot of fun. Um, you, we got it was kind of like a bonding moment. Yeah. Um, you know, just because, like, as managers, we're kind of usually only working with the GAs, like mm -hmm. Curran and Anthony. Um, so it's kind of cool to see like the the other side of Coach Dunlap. <laughs> yeah. Not not the one that's like intense on the court. One that's more kind of like. So what what was your guys' favorite thing about the season? You know. Yeah. And. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I got them to try the C CPK's cauliflower crust. <laughs> yeah, that was they they good. said it was good. Yeah, they yeah. said it was good. Yeah, I like. Well, I was gonna say uh, when I was talking to, to Sandal the other day, he said you were given the option of going anywhere for dinner, and you chose CPK. What what went behind that choice? Drew, well, yeah, what was behind that choice? <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like a, ni like a nice close place, and just you know, I had good food. Like coach, you know, likes to go there, like recruits and. You know, like like with his wife and stuff like that. So he thought that was kind of a good place to go to, with like all around like solid food options. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Uh, what was the dinner like for for Matt and Andrew? You guys, what? Um, well, we were trying to get this dinner for. We didn't get to do it the first year because um, just everyone's so busy. Coach is always doing something, um, and it's so, kind of recruiting season right now as well. Exactly. So. so it was just perfect timing. Something that's been two years in the making. Um, <laughs> going out with Coach to dinner. Um, so it was just great to spend time with him and just get to see um, different perspective. I just get to see him in a different light than we see him uh, every morning. So that was great. And Andrew, what about you? Yeah, it's when I'm, I remember when I first started. Like, it's always like crazy how coach can go and like practice from being dead serious to just kind of smirking. <laughs> like he's done that to me multiple times. Before, like he's yelled at me a couple times, but then just immediately started just laughing. Like and just like turned around, <laughs> and then just seeing like this whole like new side of him, it was like it was really funny, and it was just really like cool just to, like tell him like kind of funny stories that like he would like have never heard. Yeah, yeah. like like kind of like like the funny like funny things like what we do behind the scenes, and he'll just be like, oh my gosh, you guys are crazy. <laughs> yeah, he like like his nickname for us, he calls us the mafia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so all right, so what are what are some of the you know, for the cast? <laughs> stories that behind the scenes that you can uh, you can let us know about here that uh, that gave you that that reputation that we just heard about. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's that's a good question actually. Um, definitely, it's always a great time when we go get snacks from the market. Yeah, um, we're always messing around. <laughs> uh, just like doing weird stuff in the store. Everyone has their different recommendation for mm -hmm. snacks. Like Keith always needs his. Cranberry juice? No, it's cherry juice. Cherry juice. Cherry juice. And I feel like, yeah, Jordan, the trainer, got Keith on that. That's been, like, a staple yeah. ever since. Yeah, he does. And then Strong needs the Nutter Butters. Jordan, Jordan needs his reduced fat Cheez-Its. Of course. Yeah, They're really yeah. good. <laughs> you, should, you should try them. <laughs> Andrew needs his Salsa Verde chips. <laughs> good, too. Yeah, I actually got to go on one of those uh, those runs for the first time when we did the, uh, the Tampa, Florida trip just because we were – you know, I was with with you guys on the was a group three. We were yeah, one of those trips where we couldn't we couldn't really travel all together, which is very rare, just because we're in a postseason tournament. It's a one day turnaround, but we were the last group in, so I yeah got to see firsthand the uh, the snack run. It's <laughs> yeah. pretty, yeah. pretty very, cool. Very different Walmart than what we're used to. I think. <laughs> the Tampa, Florida yeah. Walmart. Yeah, yeah. Tampa. <laughs> Drew, you got to talk about when you found the cakes in Gonzaga. Oh, okay. It's oh yeah. okay, so this is one of like our like major like inside jokes <laughs> yeah. on, on the staff, and so at, we have these little uh, stores on campus called I forget I think they're called the Grid now, but they're like, everyone calls them the C Store. Okay, I, was, like, I, was was say, their, I remember the Sea Lion. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. So that was their old name, and then they have these like little desserts that are these like cakes that are I say about like two inches, like by two inches by two <laughs> yeah. inches. Like they were like really small. And so, like, they would have some in, like, the fridge. And so I, I kind of got some at the beginning of the year. And then I started eating them. They're like, oh, these are really good. And so, and then I'm just like, yo, like, yo, Matt, oh, like, you got to try these cakes at the C-Store. Like, they're so good. And then I got them hooked on them. And then I also, like, you know, tell the players, like, Matias, 
you know, I'm like, hey, Matias, have you tried the kicks at the C-store? And he's like, yeah, I'll grab, like, you know, three or four at a time. And then I'm like, yeah, and no, I'll just, like, literally just tell, like, all the basketball players about these cakes. And then, you know, some of them, like, go out and try them. I'm like, damn, these are good. So you got you got everyone on the team. Yeah, I, I did. And then at, at Spokane with Javi, like, we were making a, a snack right at this just, like, random grocery store. And then... Like I'm just we're just walking around and this is like like nine p like nine p.m. at night and then we, I go walk past his fridge and then I see the cakes and then I just <laughs> I'm just shocked because he's like a little boy on Christmas yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah because they don't have the cakes in the C store anymore and then I was I really wanted some cakes and then I was like Javi Javi the cakes are here <laughs> and the, and the thing is like they're made in like San like they're from San Diego so I was just I never would have thought they would have been in this random grocery store in Spokane. Well, now now the Spokane trip is even more important for the <laughs> yeah. for the lottery next year. Yeah. Got to bring an extra bag to take those home. <laughs> I guess another thing that's kind of like an inside joke, but um, is <laughs> everyone like when everyone who's watching our games at home just kind of sees us disappear after we run straight into the locker room. Yeah. Sometimes like we've been told by athletic staff, like where do you guys go? It's like, <laughs> well, here's the thing: when sometimes the locker room be like. Player needs to change shoes. They need someone needs a towel. Someone needs a different jersey because there's blood on their jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we forgot uh, mints in the candy box. So we're always just <laughs> always just running back, and the security guard. Luckily, the security guards are great friends of ours, so they're just like, oh, there's just a manager. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're we're like sprinting along the baseline sometimes. And it's kind of it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's it's even uh, even more funny at away games when usually like, for the film. <laughs> It'll be, it it could be literally like, like way upstairs like the TV cameras are or like in the locker like in in South Florida it was in the locker room so you know Curran was like you know having me like check the film every so often at Cal Baptist like after like every media timeout I had to like run like in front of the cheerleaders to like, <laughs> sprint in the locker room and just to like make sure the film's good because you know like film's like really important so I think that's kind of like the funnier thing just seeing a Brent like all the time during games <laughs> yeah. and like no everyone's like oh why are they why would they be running like what's so, like what's like what's so important they're doing yeah, yeah. I've had to negotiate with security guards multiple times <laughs> to get back into the the gyms <laughs> you're just like hey I don't have a pass but yeah. I sit right there on the bench so. <laughs> yeah exactly um, Matt you were on the Jamaica trip with us what was that like to and Javi you're shaking your head what was that <laughs> like to to get that trip uh, and experience that with the team, and, and obviously the team did well getting you know wins over Georgetown and Ohio, and the fact that in a nice resort in Jamaica. Yeah, it was an incredible experience. <laughs> um, just it was at a time when the team was hot, and a lot of the buzz around the team was hot as well. Um, we went on to beat um, Georgetown, which is a huge win, and coach made that a priority to the schedule that um, Jamaica invited Georgetown to yeah. feature. Um, Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing, yeah. So just being a part of that, and then um, after playing, at, immediately after the game in Georgetown, I went into the um, the line after and got to shake uh, Ewing's hand. That was great. I know you're a big Ewing fan as well. You got a picture with him? Yeah, no, he's, uh, he's my favorite player of all time. So yeah, we had the little, whatever it was, welcome dinner the night before. Yeah. And luckily, you know, he they were right near us, and he, he actually came over to our table and you know shook everyone's hand, so... You know, got to tell him that, but yeah, that that was really cool. Yeah, and just Pat, I I didn't expect it to be that humid, honestly. <laughs> so I think um, Sandal packed like a bunch of pants or something, and yeah. he was just sweating the entire. Oh yeah, he he forgot shorts, right? Yeah, yeah he did. 
Um, so just being a part of that and just um, being a part of that international trip was amazing. Like we didn't get to go on the Australia trip. Yeah, um, not me either. So okay, <laughs> so um, just but just doing Jamaica was incredible. So yeah, that was cool. Do you guys have a, a favorite trip that you've done over the years that you've been working? I know Jamaica is obviously up there, but yeah. whether it be the city or a specific game uh, that really stands out in your mind. Um, I think it would have to be my first ever like road trip. It was uh, my freshman year. I went to Colorado State. Um, that was really fun just because uh, I went with. I, that was when like we only had one manager going yeah. per trip, but you know going with Quan, Chris, and Jack, it was so fun, and um, they they helped me do everything. Dixon was a big help too. Yeah, that was really cool. But yeah, former trainer Pat Dixon. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, it was just, it was snowing, it was icy, it was kind of fun, you know, being from Los Angeles, I'd never get to see snow or ice. Um, yeah, that was, a, that was a very cold trip, I yeah. remember, the Colorado State one. Yeah, just going out, like, one degree, it was like, oh my god. I know, I should, I should ask Keith about that last week, he, uh, on that trip, I remember, we were walking out of practice, and it was to the back to the bus, and it wasn't a close walk, it was like, a good five minutes and it was 11 degrees outside, and Keith was wearing, like, a polo shirt and shorts. <laughs> no jacket, no nothing. She's yeah. like, Keith, it's 11 degrees. He's like, I'm good. Yeah. And, um, oh, yeah, just to kind of talk about the game a little bit. Um, we were down 10, I think, with four minutes or three minutes left, and um, it just showed how resilient the team was. We came back. Brandon Brown hit the three with, like, 0.1 seconds left, and... I still watch the replay, just all of us on the sideline, you know, just like on the end with Dixon getting hyped and <laughs> uh, former coach uh, Reggie Morris. He, he actually like the players were holding him back from jumping on the court. So that was really cool. I would say our last game in Tampa against USF, that was a great time, especially because it was right before spring break as well. So it was yeah. kind of like a, a pre spring break um, for us. So that, that was a great time, just being a part of that postseason tournament, um, which is pretty rare. So yeah, no, it was the first one in you know over seven years, and you know only the third, and you know almost twenty. So it, it was a great, great experience yeah. for that. Andrew, what about you? Uh, it's kind of tough for me because going like uh, Gonzaga, it's it's an incredible experience because of the the student section, all the fans there. It's 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 literally like a playoff, like a playoff game. Yeah, but I think uh, I had to, I had to say uh, Vegas. It's my favorite trip to go on, you know. It's usually like multiple days and like you're in like a you're like around like all the casinos, like all this like cool stuff and just like, you know, all of us get to go on that trip. Yeah. So it, it just like makes like it really fun, especially during like when we're not practicing or like doing film or doing games, it's kinda nice to go out as like a manager group and then kinda just walk around the strip and just do fun things like that. Yeah, no question about it. That's that's always a good trip, and especially when you know win a couple games and do well, it's always exciting as well. Um, you mentioned some of the big crowds. Have you know a lot of them, especially Gonzaga, BYU? They'll be very uh, boisterous, very loud. <laughs> do you ever hear any of their wrath? I'm sure they're yelling stuff at our players and at the bench. Yeah. Uh, have you ever had anything yelled at you guys, <laughs> or, or or just what are some of the crazier things that you've heard from from fans in the conference? Um. I personally had, haven't had anything yelled directly at me. That's good. That's good. <laughs> but um, at BYU, actually, like they have these like seats right behind the our bench. Yeah. And they're like at these like elevated tables, and this guy was just speaking 
nonsense. I mean, <laughs> every time we shot a three, like no way, and oh, yeah. it, it would yeah. like it would literally go in, and then just like every time I'd make a shot, like oh no way they ever make that shot ever again. Like <laughs> they're lucky Emery's not making any threes today. And I just turn, I just I didn't turn around, but I just kind of looked up because this was like this was third, this was like halfway through the second half. I was I was kind of angry. Yeah. I was like, shut up. <laughs> and then he looked at me, and then he just like he was just like. Yo, yo, you don't want to start anything. I'm like, okay, just shut up. <laughs> you know, just, I don't um, Yeah, uh, it's kind of impressive to see how composed all the players are. Yeah. Especially, mm-hmm. like, they get, they get, like, people actually look up the roster before the game, and they yell, like, specific things at each player, like, like nice free throw percentage, you know, stuff <laughs> like that. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, BYU definitely has a rowdy crowd. I yeah. remember one of the years, um, this year or last year, um, coach is like running 13 or something, and one of the guys said, 13 isn't working, coach. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty funny. And then um, I have some friends at Gonzaga, so yeah. Javi and Andrew went on that trip, and I was trying to get him to uh, yell at them during <laughs> the game, but unfortunately he didn't go to the game, so ah, maybe I'll get him next year. Next time, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Matt wanted them to yell some things that aren't safe for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did, yes. I'm just leave it at that. Andrew, what, what about yeah. you? Uh, it's always funny. Like, a lot of people, when we go and play them, they'll always, like, say stuff at Eli and Matias. Mm-hmm. And definitely at Gonzaga, like, people are, like, they're messing with Eli during pregame because I think we'll get on the court, you know, like, 90 minutes before. And then that's when the students at Gonzaga could go. So there's, like, a crowd up a couple hundred students already there and they're already you know talking smack to like the players but when it comes to fans uh it's actually at home games really it's really funny how there's this like a season ticket holder by that sits but like literally behind our bench and every game is yelling at the refs and just like the <laughs> things he says they're just so funny like every like every time there's like a bad call it's like Raf, you're terrible. Like that's, you're that's horrible. His, yeah, that's like go-to line. And then whenever he says that, I'm just like, just trying not to like laugh behind the bench or anything like that. So it's kind of, it's it's actually like pretty funny. Like our our fans, like they're like we might not have like the most fans at games, but we have some like quality fans that like really get into the game. Yeah, no, they and as Javi mentioned earlier this year or earlier in the podcast that this season it felt like the the fan support was definitely at a higher level and. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always got the headset on when I, and talking when I'm, during the games are going. But if if I can hear them through the headset, which I could at multiple games this year, that's usually a, a good thing for you know the level of the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple seniors on this year's team: James Bateman, Peter Herman, Jeffrey McClendon. Um, just what did they mean to the program? Your guys' relationship with them and and what you kind of see for them, you know, going forward. Yeah. Um, so I've had the pleasure of knowing Jeff and Peter from freshman year. Um, they've just been really supportive of me as a manager. You know, they're, they're very, they say thank you all the time when I do things. Um, Peter, just so funny, his relationship with Matias. Yeah. It's like big brother, little brother. Yeah, he's always making fun of Matias for eating a lot. And like one quote I loved, uh, Peter was like, hey, Matias, you feeding the homeless or is that all for you? <laughs> that was really awesome. Um, there was one time freshman year where like, uh, Shamar Johnson show. Yeah, he he wrestled Jeff into a corner. And he was like twisting him up in the locker, and that was really funny. Um, and then uh, going back to James Bateman, like we we can't thank him enough for all he's done for the program. Um, not only didn't he just have like raw natural talent, he was 
always in the gym working hard. Um, it, every win meant something to him. Um, and he really put our program back on the map. And um, without him, I don't think we would have had anywhere near the amount of success we've been able to have this year. Yeah, just the way that Peter came off of his injury last year was incredible. And then um, <laughs> Andrew definitely has a special connection to Peter. Uh, the first, maybe it was the first game. It was the, fir the yeah. first home game. Yeah, go ahead. So I kind of have a different relationship with each of the three seniors. Actually, there's actually like you know three different stories behind them. So but yeah, I'll go. To, that's what we're here for. Yeah, I'll go to. Peter's like this is this is like we still we still joke about this to like yeah. to this day we joke about it all the time so you know it's, this was our first home game and then that's when Javi was like telling us like like me Matt shout out to Rob Kiara and Kevin like some of the, some of the old managers from last year and you know one of like one of the things we do is it clean the lockers so coach likes them clean on game day and then you know we're clean the lockers so I'll get to Peter's locker and then there's like this. Like we clean it up, but there, there's this like half, like empty coffee cup there, and I'm kind of like, I'm asking like Hobby, like Yo Hobby, should I throw this away? Like, oh, I don't know. I remember I asked like Curran, like what should I do? Like it's you know it's right here. Coach wants it clean, and he's like, uh, and then I forget who, but then someone's like, you know, just throw it away. Like if it's like half like half drank and like they're up eating, you know, pregame meal, like there's no point. And so I just you know throw it away and then you know then, then Peter comes back and then he's like looking for his coffee and the current's like bro like, like where's Peter's coffee like, like, what, what happened and I'm like uh, I, I threw it away and like like I, like I didn't know what to do like that's I, I remember like that like that day like you know you're just scrambling just like doing stuff non-stop and like they feel that my head was like spinning like you know all the, all the stuff you have to do and then Kern was like, they're like looking for this cup, and I'm like, God, I, I threw it away. And then like eventually, like they tell Peter, like you know, like hey, like they like they threw like your cup's like gone. And then, <laughs> and so sounds, it sounds yeah, like he like lost a yeah, family member. Yeah, your so, cup is gone. Yeah, and so and then I'm like, yeah, yeah, Peter, I'm like sorry, right. like they they told me to clean the locker, so I just like threw it. Oh, it's all oh, it's all good. And then you know, ever ever since then, he's like, hey, Drew, don't throw him my my coffee. And then like, we both will laugh. And then, you know, still, like, I'll always see him if, like, he has, like, an espresso or like, whatever. And yeah. then he always, like, I always see him drinking it before pregame. He's like, hey, Andrew, like, you know, put my coffee right here. <laughs> I don't do anything. And so uh, it's it's just a great laugh and just, like, uh, it's just a great story. And yeah, so, that's hilarious. Yeah, and then Jeff, Jeff's kind of an interesting one. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, like, uh, like, my first year, like, a lot of the players, like, didn't really, like, really know who I was because I was, like, really quiet and, like, I was kind of, like, scared to talk. You know, I was kind of, like, I was kind of the environment, you know, like, really strict and all that. But, like, this year, like, a complete 180, like, all, like, like, we're, like, homies to all the players. I feel like they all know us. They all, like, know, like, what we, like, do, like, off the court and stuff like that. Yeah. It's an intimidating coming in as a, as yeah. a freshman and into a group, especially yeah. a, a team environment. So, yeah. it's understandable. And, yeah, and so... <laughs> You know, with Jeff, like, as I got to know him, like, more and more, you know, like, especially, like, we're, like, going on the road and stuff, you know, Jeff would always, like, you know, try to take my per diem, you know, like, <laughs> like, we'll, like, you know, we'll get per diem, like, on trips, like, for food and stuff like that, and then he'll always be like, bro, where's my per diem at? <laughs> and then he'll always, like, you know, kind of, like, gonna like, grab my, my sweatshirt or whatever, and, like, want my, want my per diem, and then just like, the same, like, Jeff, you're not getting my per diem, like, <laughs> like that's mine, like, I'm, I'm keeping that. And so, yeah, it's like a joke. Like we all like we always have on the road, yeah. and like, stuff like that. And like James, like 
like this is another like funny one obviously so yeah, i was driving him in the car to class or whatever uh my freshman year yeah, oh, yeah. and then i was like i had to like back up a little like on this like grassy area you know just because the car can't turn really well to like to go out of the like back of the training room yeah and then he's like man you're a crazy driver <laughs> and then i was kind of like I didn't really see like how crazy it was. I was just kind of backing up, and then, man, I'm gonna have you fired. And so, like, and so you know, he did, like he didn't mean that. He didn't want to like, fire me. He barely even knew who I was. It was just yeah. some guy that gave him like his water and a towel during practice. <laughs> and so, you know, to this day, like he's like, hey, like I'm gonna fire you, but you better be thankful that you still have your job. Like that. And then. I'm still here today, so James, you did not get me fired, and I'll, I'll be here for a couple more years. Yeah, big thanks to James for uh, not firing Andrew. Yes. Also with James and Andrew, every time Andrew goes on the court to like shoot around after practice, yeah. oh. James is like, who said you can come on my court? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's the funniest thing. Uh, uh, all right, before we wrap this thing up, uh, you know, you guys have had your experiences here at LMU. You know, some of you guys have a little more time coming up, but... Uh, what are your plans after LMU and after the team manager role for, for what you envision going forward after school? Um, yeah, so I, I'm a marketing major, um, and I'm actually, I'm actually having the privilege to work with um, Lyft this mm. summer in their marketing department. Nice. Um, so uh, I guess kind of continuing the, uh, marketing, but I want to do something in sports marketing, um, especially Los Angeles is becoming this like hub for sports marketing. You know, um, I grew up huge Dodger, huge Laker fan, so working for either of those organizations would be a dream of mine. Or even maybe coming back to LMU, working for athletics. Um, uh, LMU just has this way of like, really, it's just become such a home for me. Yeah. Um, I love everything about the school, uh, especially the athletics. I'm, I'm such a fan, like, I'll know like all the standings for like baseball, our baseball team, you know, our softball team, or women's basketball team, or just yeah. a big, big LMU fan. Um, yeah, and uh, the main plan is just staying in Los Angeles and coming back to all the LMU games I can. Um, just keep like watching our team keep growing, keep that positive trajectory, and uh, especially with this new batch of recruits coming in, I'm really excited about all these guys. So. Yeah, it seems like the names are starting to roll in and looks yeah. like some exciting players. So that, yeah. should be, that should be fun for next year. Uh, Matt, what about you? Um, so I'm a marketing major as well. Um, I think everyone, all the managers are business majors. <laughs> I think, yeah. <laughs> so um, this summer I'm interning at Bobby Sports, which does uh, adult sports leagues in San Diego. So I'm really excited about that. Um, like Javi, I want to do sports marketing. Um, whether that's in Los Angeles or San Diego. Um, we had the privilege of um, visiting the Clippers before the season with uh, Max Reza showing us around. So that was a great opportunity to show how um, a professional team does operations and just all the stuff that goes into it for home games or away games. Um, so seeing that side was definitely interesting, for, um, the operations side. Then also he talks a little bit about um, the marketing side as well. Like. I think the marketing team and the act his um, operations team worked together to plan um, the jersey colors months oh. in advance. Yeah, and Colonel will tell us the jersey color literally the night before. <laughs> so seeing the difference um, between professional and collegiate level was great. Yeah, very cool. And Andrew, what about you? Yeah, so now I'm majoring in finance, so I'm, I'm kind of interested in like the financial kind of like sector of business. But, you know, once I 
graduate from here. I kind I want to be a, a graduate assistant, whether that's here or at you know like any other like team that wants me. I really want to continue as long as I can with this basketball thing. Hopefully, I can you know get like a master's degree. You know that's like that's really huge. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know like what like what I would do for like like studying like in a master's program, but you know definitely do that. For, hopefully for two years, and then. If I could get like a full time position at whatever team I'm at, that'd be great. But if not, you know, I'll, I'll go. You know, I'll definitely be in the San Francisco Bay Area, and then hopefully, like working for like maybe like a, a I don't know, just like whatever company that wants me to be honest. Like, <laughs> like I'm like I don't really have like a preference. Like as long as like I can enjoy what I do, like that's that's good with me. Yeah, no, that's always super important. Um, and one more thing before I let you go, Javi, you mentioned the the Barstool LMU account. You guys also have the LMU managers account. <laughs> Are we going to see any more content from that uh, in the next, you know, in the upcoming seasons? Yeah, in the summer we're uh, we're creating a content plan. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're trying to come up with weekend things like um, like something we do every Monday, every Wednesday, every Friday. Um, definitely going to try and do because hopefully we'll have like more managers next year. Yeah. So we'll have enough to like have someone filming like how we set up for games, kind of like a like an inside scoop uh, on game days, but um, you know, just game days, we we don't really have time to be like filming <laughs> yeah. stuff. You know? um, but yeah, also just you know, kind of like with also with this podcast, like kind of let everyone in on the inside jokes, like what it, how fun it is to be behind the scenes, and also kind of use the Instagram to hopefully get more freshmen to apply to be managers. So. Yeah, I just don't think a lot of people know about what managers do and their role on campus, and especially for basketball. Um, and but the Instagram, like we don't really have a lot of time to be, you know, flashing our phones around yeah. during pregame or during the game. So uh, we're definitely gonna work on that and maybe probably get some cool stuff out of it. Very cool, uh, guys. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, we'll definitely look to do it again as we get into next season and keep this thing going. But uh, Javier, Matthew, Andrew, thank you so much for coming on here and for all you do for the team uh it's great to have you on yeah thank, thank you so much for having us hope to see you on more snack runs <laughs> <laughs> yeah next season will make that a priority yeah well, a big time thank you once again to the lmu team managers javier rosco matthew pins and andrew holloway for joining me on the podcast and once again thank you as always for tuning in and listening to this week's edition of the lmu basketball podcast here on the believe podcast network no if you enjoy the show, uh, you can find it anywhere your favorite directories are available. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart. You can also find us at Believe.com. And while you're there, take a look at some of the other great shows on the platform, including a brand new show about the University of San Diego Toreros in the West Coast Conference by a really good guy, Justin Hanna. So he'll have his show up and rolling uh, right now if you take a look at Believe.com. So starting to get everything in the L.A. area and even in Southern California area covered. So be sure to check that out on Believe.com and be sure to follow me on Twitter at Jesse underscore Cass. So that's going to do it for this week's show. Once again, I want to thank the LMU team managers for joining. I want to thank you for listening. This is Jesse Cass signing off saying if you're listening here in the Believe Podcast Network, you're listening to LA's number one sports podcast network and the only place of the show for every team in LA and more. We believe in our LA teams. Do you believe? Go Lions.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.